It didn't take the focus off of Christ, the mission, it enhanced it. It was like, hey, because our God is excellent, we're gonna do things with excellence. Welcome to the Must Increase Podcast, where our mission is to increase his name through your church. I'm your host, Luke Clayton, and I'm joined by the one and only Bo Snyder. Bo, how you doing? Doing well, Luke. Good to be here for uh, episode one. Yes, this is the first official episode. Of course, we had our preview episode and... You hope you listen to that. It was just me and Bo talking, so I can't. Don't well, blame well, you me. know, actually, I somebody is listening because we have a question. To yes, answer. that's right. We, we have one that's question right. to answer, and actually, I'm gonna we're just gonna jump right into it. I'm yeah, gonna pull that go. up right now, and here is the question we got from our last preview episode. Uh, the question is, what are the best basic tools that you would recommend every church have in regards to producing quality work, even if they don't have a designated staff member? who works on just media. Now, first of all, that is excellent question. And it's even better because most people do not have a full-time guy. So this is a fantastic question. Yeah. And to speak to that a little bit, in all honesty, I'm not exaggerating a statistic at all. You are talking about probably 98%, no joke, uh, 98%, no less than 95% of churches that that is their situation. They don't have a full-time media guy. That is the norm. That That's is the normal very thing. much if, normal. Yep. I, I think if you have a guy, it's like, oh, wow. You yeah, got a guy. you're special. Yeah, yeah, you're either a large church or have a large budget or both. And so... Now, not to not, that that's not to downplay that position because no, that's a very not. important role, but it's so often one of the many hats that a pastor or assistant pastor or staff member will wear. And so my answer to that question is very much, I guess, open-ended, and it's really hard to give a definite answer because it really depends on how you view that staff member. Once again, if they are the – and a lot of times, like I said, this is the pastor – and it's their job. They are the only person on staff. It's like them and their wife is like the volunteer secretary. That's that's right. really the, the normal situation there. But even if it is an assistant and they're overseeing the youth ministry or children's ministry, they're the song director, whatever it may be, it depends on how you, what you expect from them in that position. If you expect them to simply direct and supervise and ensure that all of the media needs are just taken care of and they're just responsible for the oversight of the of the ministry there and of the creative needs right. then you need to make sure one of the tools or resources I'd recommend you have is a good freelance or a good service that you can outsource your media needs to. Now, we don't say this because that's what we do, all right? right. Honestly. <laughs> right. Okay, yes, free plug for us right here. Okay, well, we're, we're really not trying to right. do that. No, you, you have to have somebody. But you've got to have, have somebody. And here's what I always tell people. if you, Even if for some reason you don't want to use our services, like for what you don't like our prices, you don't like our style, I honestly, I'm not offended. We know a lot of freelance designers, freelance web guys, freelance videographers, and we would love to put you in contact with somebody who could help you. So if you're in that position where you're just the overseer, uh, the number one thing I recommend is a good Uh, either an individual or a company or someone who can handle your graphic design and or website and or video needs, whatever it may be. The other side of the equation, I guess, or the other position you could be in is if you are the actual you're expected to do it as well. You're you're the creator. You're the producer. You got to put stuff together, which if that's you, 
bless your heart. Like that is intense. <laughs> um, and because Bo and I have both been in that position. Oh, before. We, we've been there. And been uh, there. we, and oh, look, I love it. It's something to enjoy. And a lot of times that's the case. Like you meet someone and, and usually they're handling it because they enjoy doing it to an extent and that's fine. And so then I'm going to recommend, make sure you've got the right tools that you're working with, such as uh, Adobe, uh, the Adobe suite, Photoshop, InDesign, Adobe Illustrator, Adobe Premiere, we could go on and on and on. Now, Adobe's on a subscription model. It seems like it's really expensive. It's 50 bucks a month, unless you're like, you, if you happen to be working with a school or something, I think they might have some nonprofit discounts. But regardless, uh, Adobe is fantastic. We are definitely big Adobe people, and we're not, I, I will tell you this, we're not Adobe affiliates. So right. no. uh, we don't get any money for telling you to use Adobe. But we do understand that Adobe's a little expensive, and so something I say to to consider is something like Affinity, uh, and that's Affinity Design uh, and Affinity. Um, uh, Ill, uh, I can't remember all the names of their different softwares off the top of my head because I've honestly never used them, but I've heard great things. And the difference between them and Adobe is the price. Affinity is a one-time licensing cost, whereas Adobe is that subscription. So make sure you've got the right tools. And uh, I will plug us here because it kind of helps us segue into the next thing we're talking about. If you are uh, in that position where you're doing a lot of the design work, that's why we have what we've developed, something called Must Increase Essentials, which gives you some resources and some templates and some different videos and stuff that we've already produced that you can use at your church, and it can save you a lot of time. And even, like, once again, same thing. If you don't really care for what we offer, that's fine. You can find other resources. We can turn you on to other companies and resources that do that. But you need something. It's very hard to start from scratch, and right. it's, it takes a lot of time to come up with an original design, especially if it's not your, uh, your thing, uh, if you will. So uh, check that out. And, yeah, speaking of must-increase essentials, our interview today is with Drew Shetler of Meridium Films. Great now, guy. Great, yes. talented guy. Now, the reason we were with Drew in, in Colorado, he's from Colorado Springs, Colorado. The reason we were with him here just a few weeks ago was not just to do this podcast interview. In fact, our primary reason for being there was to help him with his latest short film, Starlight. And we are excited to announce that Starlight is going to be available uh, here in the next, uh, hopefully in the next few weeks to view. Uh, but but it's a Christmas film. And so though your church may not be able to use it this, or this Christmas, I would encourage you, go ahead, make plans now uh, to use it potentially next Christmas because it's that good. It's worth the wait. It's, gr- it's a great story. Be- great, it's it's going to look good. I it, it, yes, it's visually, visually great. The story's just powerful, emotional, awesome. And so we are going to be releasing that as part of our Essentials platform. Now, I do want you to stick around afterwards because we are going to talk about, we uh, just for sake of time, I want to get right to the interview, but we are going to talk about how you could be entered to win a $100 gift card. And so we'll talk about that after the interview here. But without further ado, here is my interview with Drew Shepard. Let's talk a little bit about more of what you did before as someone who worked on staff at a church in the position of media. Mm-hmm. I've been in that position before, and you, I believe, were in a more unique position because a smaller church. Uh, one that meets in an elementary school, I believe. Right. And uh, you just really had a unique setup. And if I understand, when you came, you know, it was kind of like, it was very obvious that the school, like, we'll just right. talk, we're yeah, talking yeah. about, we're mm-hmm. talking about like kind of the design of the auditorium or yeah. the, yeah. the sanctuary, if you will. Mm-hmm. It was very obvious that you guys were meeting in a school, like, and then you did a lot to change that. So, right. 
kind of walk us through, because I'll tell you this, I saw pictures like on Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever of your services and I thought you guys were in a building and mm-hmm. then I can't like in your own building. Mm-hmm. And then I came out to help with the film right. and I went to church there on Sunday and it was like everybody was setting up and yeah. I was like, it was an, you were just setting up in a multi-purpose room of an elementary school. Yeah. You asked like, wait, why are we going to a school? And like, yeah. that's where we meet at church. <laughs> I was very thrown off saying all that to say, it's very impressive mm-hmm. what your church has been able to do with the set design. And I think you had a big part in that. So kind of walk us through where you started and then kind of where you got to in that particular area of, like I said, the auditorium, because there's probably a lot of smaller churches out there that whether, whether they're meeting in a building that is their own or they're renting a space, mm-hmm. uh, they're still I feel like always something you can do to enhance that yes. experience. So, so walk us through some of that. Right. And uh, so when I first came, um, uh, one, our pastor, uh, Pastor Tate Thrones, he's an awesome guy. He has an incredible vision and he allows like guys like me uh, to use some of my creativity and just like run with it and uh, do, do some stuff like that. So when I came, harsh fluorescent lights, uh, just of just a basic stage. We had two banners on the on either side of the stage and just chairs. That was it. And uh, they used a projector screen uh, with the lights on. I think half of them were off, but it, like you could hardly see anything at all. And uh, so Pastor Thronson came to me uh, when I when I started working, and he said, "We got to do something to just make it a little more attractive and appealing." And you want to come to church, and although we don't worship the things that are at church, like the materials and things, there is something about uh, just being um, just having the ease of comfort and like wanting to hang out at church. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. though it's a school and we live in a very affluent area, it's very expensive land or or getting into a building. And so we're grateful for the place that we have. But uh, Pastor Pastor Thronson said, hey, I want to do like an I Love My Church uh, Sunday. And so with that, he wanted to incorporate like all new stuff. So we decided to create a backdrop that was uh, basically wood panels. And uh, we did um, uh, feather banner flags for our, we started a first impressions ministry. We mm-hmm. had a, a sweet tent and we put money into it too. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't really shy away from that. We said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. And I think that's important too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and we started our first impressions team. We started our what is called our viewpoint, uh, basically church weekly church announcements. And we did also um, another I love my church video. And then we had TVs as well. Uh, so everything was like they they came from like just a a projector screen that you could hardly see to 70 some inch TV screen TVs, uh, wood backdrop panels. Uh, and then we had a first impression team, a viewpoint, uh, our church announcements. And, uh, and those the, are video announcements, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and it really just blew people away out of the water. And it wasn't, it didn't take the focus off of Christ, the mission. It enhanced it. It was like, hey, we're going to do, because our God is excellent, we're going to do things with excellence. And, and that was, it was an awesome Sunday. Yeah, and the, and the service I was privileged to go to, like I go to a large church. You know, I go to a church of, you know, auditorium that seats 1,200 people. You know, everything is obviously permanent and fixed and whatever. And, you know, we have screen and projection and lighting and all that. And it was as I'm as I'm there, you know, participating in worship and, and you know, listening to the preaching and everything, like you kind of have to like take a double take. And it's like, oh, wait, you kind of look around and you're like, oh, there's the basketball hoop over there, you know, yeah. or there's, you know, there's there's whatever the little rock climbing wall that because like I said, it's a multi-purpose room of right. an elementary school. But you actually in in the moment of the service, you really get engaged and you yeah. kind of lose 
that and it, it's and perfect the, yeah. what it does. That's exactly what we wanted to do. And another thing that is super important if you if you do a, uh, in a school or a hotel and you want to do something nice is to make sure one your crew can do it, mm-hmm. uh, uh, your setup crew, and two it's got to be mobile. And so we yeah. use the lightest material possible for our wood backdrop. We had it's like an eighth of an inch thick these yeah. slats that we but you create, couldn't tell and we have feet yeah. that fold up and everything and then we put it in a garage and so it's very mobile. It's very, and yeah. that is something you can't just build something permanent it's like a temporary put it up one sunday yeah sunday morning take it down sunday night and you got to move on and uh you've got to have a team uh, like you said you kind of started talking about this a team of people are willing to help and you guys have it yes you know because i kind of showed up during that setup process and i mean we had at least a dozen people, it seemed like. Maybe maybe more than that, right, from right. what I could just see there. Yeah. So, and it was uh, a, a snow day, too. Yeah, you know, it was. Of, yeah. yeah. Which is surprising. But, um, but yeah, I think one, the key with that is appreciate your volunteers. And that's mm-hmm. just like a whole other thing. But, uh, you know, the people that are going to be there extra early to set up, uh, appreciate them and, and encourage them along the way. And you're, you're a team. And I think that's important. It's like church can't really happen. Our service can't happen without your assistance. So team is important yeah and i think i think go you kind of start talking about this like you've got you guys got feather banners outside like that you put up you've got this like pop-up temp customized with like your church branding right i think you usually set it up outside but it was a very cold day so you you actually were able to set it up inside and uh, then you guys do a even after the service. Of course, you, you're in a school, so you've got different classrooms for the different. You know, yeah, I believe you guys call them some, life groups, or right, life groups, uh, yeah. where you break out there. But even after the service, you have an area where it's like a, a guest reception, and right. you guys are really maximizing that space. Every 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 part of it, absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's amazing because here's what I think happens in a church that you know, all I've known is a church that has a permanent building. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never gone to a church there. You have to do a setup like that. Um, but the advantage I think of, of that, and of course I think every church, your church, your, your church right now has a, a vision for a new building. They've already purchased mm-hmm. the land. They're in the process of mm-hmm. raising the money to start building. And, uh, and so obviously that's never to be in a, you know, renting a location like that is never anybody's end game. Mm-hmm. But I think the advantage that your church is always going to have regardless is just that sense of innovation and trying what's new. Because like I said, going to a church, and this isn't to say anything negative about my church or any church, this would be the case for any church that has a permanent building and that's all they've known you you kind of lose that sense of well let's try something new because mm-hmm. everything's set you know well our guest our where's our information desk where our visitors go to well it's right here you know where's our mm-hmm. coffee shop well it's here where's our you know whatever and it's it's since it's all set you you're kind of like well you know it, it is what it is you know we don't have to do setup we're spoiled you know we mm-hmm. we just walk in on you know when church starts and there we go right right but because of that we don't really think outside the box. Not, not saying we never do, but churches like that don't necessarily think outside of the box and right, saying right. like what you guys are forced to do mm-hmm. almost every week yeah. because you're having to take it down and put it back up mm-hmm. every week. So really every week, and you, it's not like you have a formal sit-down meeting to evaluate, but mm-hmm. every week you can kind of reflect and be like, well, is there something yeah. different we can do and something different? Because I think up until a few years ago, you guys even kind of changed up your backdrop. You kind of had a wood paneling, yes. full wood paneling backdrop, but now you have like a a, a huge uh, banner right. to uh, that I think's got your church theme on it. Right, yeah. So in e- e- each year we try to do something a little bit different. I feel like when I first came, even without all that stuff and all the help that was that was put into set up on Sunday morning, um, 
there's no room for complacency yep. in, a, in that sense of uh -huh. being a volunteer. And so with that, everyone is there not for themselves, but it's like because people have to set up chairs in a way, they have that like ownership. And so they're like, hey, this is my church. Mm -hmm. And uh, just going back a little bit about the impact of some of the um, some of the feather banners or the first yeah, impressions yeah. team. Uh, one big Sunday, Easter Sunday, we went all out, even on top of that with signs and things like that, road signs and and. Um, we had a guest come and I was leading them into church. And I remember specifically, he said, man, I thought this was a school and it is a school. Yeah. We meet at a school. We had, we had done so much of, uh, I guess, excitement, you know, and like the, the whole, like, Hey, this is a big event and a really exciting place that he forgot that it was a school. Yeah. And, uh, there's, you know, artwork for elementary kids yeah. around, around the school. But I think that in a way is, is the goal. Uh, I mean, we know church isn't just a place, it's a people, but to make people feel at home, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you can, even if you have a low budget, it's not about the tent, the feather banners, mm -hmm. you know, it really is about the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what pastor, our pastor, uh, pastor Thronson and the church already had. And then they just kind of put some, put some apparel to it, yeah. you know? And it, and if you, you can have the apparel, but if you don't have the inside, the core, it really is, is like a shell. It's just, it's pointless. So you got to have both. And I think a, a big trend these days is, oh, we got to look cool like the other church down the street. And you're, if you don't have the spirit behind it and the truth behind it, then you're, you're missing all together. But the two together is just dynamic. It's awesome. We'll be back with the rest of our interview with Drew here in just a moment, but I wanted to take a moment to talk to you about something really special that we are doing that helps you get ready for 2019. I mean, it's really hard to believe 2018 is almost over and 2019 is around the corner and you have to ask yourself, are you ready for 2019? Now, a lot of things go into preparing for the new year and sadly, one of the things that a lot of churches overlook is that of marketing and the reason is, is because marketing is a business term. But the truth is, marketing is just as important, if not more important, for your church and it is a thing, it exists. Uh, by, the, by definition, marketing is simply the management of perception and your church may, whether you realize it or not, you are doing some form of marketing. If you aren't making a conscious effort to make sure it is good, then unfortunately, chances are you're not marketing your church with excellence and we're here to help. And so we're hosting a free online experience. It's a live online experience where we're going to teach you some of the the, some of the tips and the tricks that we've used over the past several years. I mean, we've been privileged to work with the churches in one way or another for about a decade now. And we've seen a lot of what to do, a lot of what not to do. And we're going to show you some of those, like I said, we're going to walk you through how to tr develop a creative marketing strategy for 2019. And this is going to save you so much headache. It's going to save you so much time in the long run. And it's not even going to take that much of your time. Like I said, it is completely free. And uh, really, it's only going to be about 60 minutes. And we're just going to go over how to develop a strategy, how to execute on that strategy. And like I said, it's going to save you so much time and so much hassle in the year ahead. And it'll be a completely worth your investment. So, so head over to mustincrease.com slash 2019. That's mustincrease.com slash 2019 and register for this online experience. Like I said, it is completely 
free to register for and the information we provide is all completely free and to uh, just to make it a little bit better we're actually going to be giving away 90 days of free creative service to one of those attending this online experience and so that is reason enough there to get involved so once again mustincrease.com slash 2019 get registered spaces are limited so make sure that you get registered soon it's completely free and we look forward to seeing you then You guys have a really great brand mm-hmm. uh, as far as your church logo and your uh, materials uh, and you're just kind of the overall vibe mm-hmm. of the church as far as, you know, the appearance goes. And of course the brand, it trickles down into everything mm-hmm. beyond appearance, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about the actual identity uh, that you visually see with, like I said, a logo and so forth. You've got great connection cards and outreach cards and mm-hmm. uh, bulletins and all that. And how much of that was there when you got there? You know, it was a process for me. And uh, if you're asking about branding, I definitely have to give credit to um, uh, Umberto uh, Ontiveros, who is a mastermind. And I hope you have him on your show. That would be great. He's he's incredible. And we actually hired him to make our website Uh and give us mainly, the main thing was a brand guide. And we were at a point where we were creating cool graphics or uh, some neat stuff, but we weren't going anywhere. Uh-huh. And uh, we talked to Umberto, we hired him and he in a way as like acting as like a, a consultant and created yeah. uh, a small brand guide for us. But the thing that I took away for, it wasn't like, hey, just he handed it to us and we got it. He he talked to us on the phone for a couple hours and he, he showed us the um, the like vital need to have cohesiveness mm-hmm. in your church with mm-hmm. your logos, with font type and color scheme and, uh, and what it's communicating. Is it big, small script? Uh, is it loud and bold? And, and really that comes down from the, from the top down. So he asked our pastor and like, what, what brands do you like? And then Pastor Thronson picked a few, and then we went from there and built uh, built a structure. And it was like Apple and Nike and Starbucks and REI. And he, and he taking these uh, concepts and their brand strategies, we kind of created Castleview Baptist brand guide and brand strategy. And complete credit to Umberto and really just instructing us on how to be cohesive. Because you can look at something and be like, I like that, but it might not always match yeah. what your brand is. And the here's the importance is, one unity, two excellence, but three is you could uh, have something out in the community, an outreach card of some sort, and it's cool. And people will have to read the entire thing to figure out it's your church. Whereas with a brand guide and a little more cohesiveness uh, or cohesiveness, they look at that and they say, I know what church that is automatically. They can see a sign or a logo far and away and they'd be like, oh, that's the church down the street. That's Castleview Baptist. I know that church. And and there's churches in our community that do such a good job with that, that that you see one logo and you know that who that is. And that's important for identity uh, is immediately you're wearing a t-shirt, you're wearing or you're handing out a card is that people know oh that's that church and what you're communicating kindness love truth all those things so super good and it's uh it's amazing once again everything communicates and you you mentioned some of the big brands apple nike starbucks you know Mm -hmm. mcdonald's you know you look and you notice this about like i noticed this about starbucks uh, a few years ago it's probably been you know probably six or seven years ago i really don't know how long ago they removed, you know, if you remember, they used to have that Starbucks coffee that kind of surrounded the circle of their logo, mm-hmm. and they removed that. 
and it was re- almost very subtle. Like you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. But now, like nothing has it. It's just the weird mermaid logo they have. Right. But it's recognizable. It's it's a it's a it's a single icon that communicates so much about who they are. And your church can do the same thing mm-hmm. if it's branded properly. Mm-hmm. And shameless plug there for Umberto. I have uh, I I know Umberto, and we would love to give him on the podcast someday. Right, so, right. Uh, but yeah. So, but another thing I I thought of through all that, you know, you admitted. Hey, this isn't my area of expertise. You mm-hmm. know, you said this isn't something I do. Yeah, and we're like I said in another episode, we're going to kind of dive into the the film hunt story. And I know we're both yeah. itching to do that. <laughs> um, but uh, you kind of recognize, hey, I'm new to this. It's not something that I think I have a strength in, mm-hmm. but I know it's a need we have. Right. And your pastor recognized it too. Right. So you reached out to somebody who could help you. Right. And that's so big mm-hmm. because there are churches of all sizes with all types of different staff, for example, maybe a small church where it's just the pastor and, uh, you know, but because of budget or because of time or because of just really a lack of priority, they'll just, oh, we'll do the best with what we got. And, you know, they'll, they'll throw some logo together, you know, or, you know, heaven forbid, use a clip art or something. <laughs> um, but they'll do something. Or yeah. even on people on the other extreme where maybe they're in a church where their full-time job is media, um, they, they kind of... And I've been there. You don't really want to admit that mm-hmm. you that it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. You don't because it's like, well, I'm hired to do this. Yeah, right. This is what I do. <laughs> it's my job. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but just to be able to recognize mm-hmm. that, and I mean, really, I, I, I'm not. And, and, uh, it's it may seem like a whoa, wow, that's a lot of money or whatever. But honestly, whatever investment it is, it's worth it mm-hmm. in the long run because it's going to make your church into that recognizable brand in your community, just like the Starbucks or the mm-hmm. McDonald's or whatever. Right. And I, I remember something in class in college. I, I memorized this little quote uh, in, uh, I think it was church communications. Mm-hmm. And it's that we went quote. To college together, by yeah, the way. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I think true. we've already established so, that. But I'm not class. sure if you memorized this line, I though. I probably didn't. It's that culture understands the value and importance of a message is mm-hmm. communicated through marketing pieces. Yep. And, um, I do remember and that quote. I, okay, you do. Okay, good. I didn't memorize it, but, but I do yeah, culture it. understands the value and importance of a message. So we have the greatest message ever ever in the in the course of history and our culture saved unsaved doesn't matter who you are understands that that importance and vitality and and, and value of that message is communicated through marketing pieces mm-hmm. so if we decided to make all our outreach brochures on cardboard and with a little sharpie what is that communicating yeah. that we don't care yeah. so that's the far end of that spectrum so if you take it to the other level with the budget that we have and you look at our culture takes uh, marketing pieces at such a high value. Therefore, as a church, we also have to make it at a high value. Yeah. We've got to we've got to invest into it. And at first, it's hard. It's like, oh, maybe we should invest in mm-hmm. things that really matter. It matters. Maybe not at day one. You don't see the results. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> where is that even in the scripture? Where yeah. you you act in faith and oh, there's the results. Like yeah. it is a step of faith. It is it's a faith investment uh, to invest into quality excellent media, but it's totally worth it. And if I was a pastor tomorrow and I started a church and I'm, and I'm not saying this cause I'm biased. I'm saying it cause I believe in it. I believe in the power of media. If you mm-hmm. said, Drew, no more, no more Adobe suite, no more Photoshop and design premiere. You're done with that. You're just going to be, you know, a pastor. And, uh, I would hire a guy in a heartbeat to do my branding design because mm-hmm. it's that important to the community. We have such a great message and it's, it can be communicated so strongly through digital media. Yeah, and you you said that quote, and like I said, I don't I don't 
I didn't memorize it, but I'm remembering it. Yeah, yeah. The quote that I memorized or got close to memorizing was that Jesus Christ, who is gloriously omnipotent, Mm -hmm. is so often shortchanged because of our, the church's inability to communicate with the outside world. Right. That quote to me sunk in Mm -hmm. in a great way. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. think of who God is. Think of think of how mighty, omnipotent, how glorious he is. Right. How dare we, honestly, right. how dare we shortchange him, cut him short right. by not presenting him well. Right. And like I said, and there, if there's churches out there that are listening and they're like, oh mm-hmm. man, are you talking about me? Yeah, I probably yeah, am, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Because and it's not to it's not to pick on anybody, it's not to preach at anybody necessarily, because some people just they don't man, just don't grasp it. You know, and this right. is something I'm really passionate about. I don't claim to be an expert in, in any stretch of the means, but I've worked with enough churches and seen it happen enough to where, you know, a church just they're not placing the priority on it like they should. Yeah. And like you said, it's a long term investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll take time. Right. It'll take time. You know, you, you may feel like, okay, as uh, I paid for this guy and, yeah. and all right, I hired this and like, where are the results? Yeah. You know, what's going I mean, on? It could take you know? months. Yeah. You know, it could take, it could take a long time mm-hmm. to, imp- to even fully implement that right. plan. You know, in my case, the church that I worked at, we worked at the church that, the, I mean, now they're almost 65 years old and they had a brand that was hideous. That was, you know, straight from the nineties. And, one of my things I was tasked with was to refresh that brand. Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest challenge. It literally took probably probably a year and a half to two years to, after the brand was already created, to mm-hmm. fully implement amongst the entire, right. because it, I mean, it was a big ministry. Yeah. So, uh, but it's important. It doesn't matter where you're at. Maybe you've mm-hmm. got a brand that's not great, or maybe you just really don't have a brand at all. Yeah. Start, do something. Right. And it carries over in everything. It carries over into the materials, the marketing materials, like mm-hmm. you said, from print to digital. Mm-hmm. And it carries over, your brand carries over into something right. like what we we're talking about right. uh, at, the, at the start with mm-hmm. the, the design and the very look of your church. Right. Uh, and those things really, uh, if I understand right, you guys, that was kind of hand in hand when you started that whole process of rebranding, but then also doing something to make our services look good. Right. So, yeah. Um, it, it, I, I tell you what, I could, I'm, I'm super passionate. About this. I could talk <laughs> yeah. about it all day, but Drew, why don't you tell us, uh, where we can find you as far as, you know, websites, social media, whatever, get connected with you and Meridian Films. Right. In Colorado Springs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come here. Uh, if yeah. You so, want. Sure. um, you, you can check, check me out on, on, uh, my website, Meridian Films. So it's not Meridian, like the prime Meridian. Yeah. Um, it's, if you just want to type in Drew Shetler, yes. uh, look up on Facebook, Meridian, M-E-R-I-D-I-E-M films, uh, dot com. Uh, you can, you can look at my website, my portfolio a, a demo reel things like that and um you know we can get creative with a a, a project uh, but yeah instagram facebook things yeah. like that and right. we'll make it real simple for you and we'll uh, we'll put links to it in the show notes there we go there we go there that we way go. if you can't spell meridian because i don't know <laughs> yeah. if i still can yeah yeah uh, by the way drew thanks for having us absolutely. we're actually recording this from uh his his office so yes. I want to thank you yes. for having us in absolutely. and uh, thanks for talking to us Great interview right there. I mean, just in the, we spent one week with Drew and he's so, he's so young. I mean, he's our age, but his, his experience and his insight is just incredible. It, he has just 
a crazy amount of experience for how young he is. and He's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, he's just, once again, I say the word creative genius. And here's something, too. That's actually only one of the interviews we had. Uh, we actually sat down and kind of had me, Bo, Andrew had a roundtable discussion. Uh, more, which was very, though, got very, very, in, in a good way, like got very, very technical about the different aspects of video production and very helpful. And so we'll that was probably, the one I enjoyed. That was the one that yes, I really got yeah, excited yeah, about. I, mean, Bo, I, I love it all, but yeah, DP is what I do. So yeah, Bo exciting. geeks out on that kind of stuff. And so that's really kind of turns into being more of a, me interviewing uh, Drew and Bo because that's more their thing. So maybe we'll release that here uh, sometime in the future as a bonus episode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, be on the lookout for bonus episodes. Yes. They're, they're out there. They're coming. Yes, we, we have a few potential. Bo- Potential bonus episodes we could release. And so, uh, but speaking of the future of this podcast, like I said, this is episode one. This is the first official episode, and we're glad that you have joined us for it. And we want you to have a part in shaping the future of the podcast. Right now, we've got a few interviews that we've uh, we've recorded and some others that are lined up that we're going to have with people. And our plan right now is to release about one of these interviews each month as an official episode, along with maybe some bonus episodes here and there. But we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you need. We, and if you've got questions, like uh, that question actually earlier was from Danny. Uh, thank you, Danny, for submitting that question. Yep. Great question, uh, Danny. But uh, if you have a question... Feel free to submit it. You can either go to mustincrease.com slash podcast. You can fill out the form or fill out the form, the survey there. And there's a there's a, a place there where you can submit a question. Uh, or if you just want to directly send us a question anytime, you can email us at podcast at mustincrease.com. And we will get that email and get your question and uh, very likely answer it at some point. And so once again, mustincrease.com slash podcast. That's really where you want to go because when you send out, when you send us a survey, you fill out a survey and give us your feedback, you are entered to win a $100 gift card to Amazon. That's right, 100 bucks. Who I mean, doesn't want 100 bucks to Amazon? It's, I, yeah, it's, it's just that time of year. I could use 100 bucks for Amazon. Yeah, right now, now so. I, I can't guarantee you that we're going to give it away in time for Christmas, but that's even better because then you don't have to spend the money on other people. You can spend it on yourself. That's even better. That's and true. so we will announce the winner of that in a future episode. Uh, so make sure you head over to mustincrease.com slash podcast. And for those of you who are wondering, if you have already submitted a... Uh, survey. You can submit up to one of these per month. And so there's no problem. If you submitted one last month uh, for our preview episode, great. Submit us another one. Give us some more feedback. Tell us what you think. Ask more questions. We want to hear from you. Also, be sure to subscribe. We are available on iTunes currently, and we are going to be available on Spotify and Google all soon. Uh, but either way, subscribe and subscribe to our podcast and make sure that you are getting our updates sent right to your podcast app of your choice. And we look forward to hearing from you. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love for you to share this podcast with your uh, social media friends, with your Twitter followers, your Facebook friends. Uh, We would really appreciate a share there and telling other people about it. We hope this podcast has been a help to you and we look forward to having you with us again next time on the Must Increase podcast where our mission is to increase his name through your church.